Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day they built for hours and hours but didn't ship and did not earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast came to help them find a way. Because of this, makers became founders and lived the lives they deserve. Because of that, founders live lives of abundance, freedom, and creativity. That's what I'm really all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and from being a poor boy born to a single mother in North Africa with no opportunities, just sheer hard work, to failing, multiple startups yet learning, a whole lot to barely escaping alive the war in Ukraine, even living as an illegal immigrant, I've lost everything twice, and now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day, sharing the wisdom of luminaries I've interviewed on this podcast from Google executives, Goldman Sachs, the Financial Times, Forbes Technology Council, World Economic Forum, Harvard University, and even a priest from the Vatican Church. Everyone is welcome here. So let's begin. My guest today is Onur Genesh. Onur is the co-founder of New Reply, a SaaS helping users send personalized first lines for their cold email outreach using AI in seconds to get more replies and booked calls. Onur, how are you today? Hey Aziz, I'm fine. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, be in that, be in your podcast. So I'm fine. How are you? I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling optimistic and I'm really curious about New Reply. What's the story? How did you get the idea? How was the beginning? Uh, Actually, it started with an idea to scratch my own back. Back in the day, like two years ago, I was struggling to find new clients to my agency. I had a software agency, which still is going on. And at that time, I wanted to have some kind of like expansion to get new clients and that time i have met with the cold outreach community so they were just sending emails reaching out people and finding new clients all the time and it felt exciting then i have started to learn how the what is the process how can i do it after a while i realized it's mostly about automation so without automating anything you can't reach like you cannot scale your business your idea your marketing and then while having this thing with one of my friends we were trying to somehow reach people but we were getting really bad results because we didn't personalize any emails we were just sending the same thing and we were going directly into the spam After a while, I realized I can do better. And then when we got the lead lists, we were going over them, uh, checking the websites one by one, and then writing something to get the attention of the receiver of that email. And you quickly realize this is impossible to do 200 websites because you cannot process anymore. After a while, you're just like doing this, nothing else. And I was... So back, I am an electrical electronic elect- electronics engineer and I have finished my uh, bachelor's degree with 
machine learning algorithms, then I said, okay, it might be good to have some kind of an AI to replicate my icebreakers. And this is how it started. I started to model myself with AI and it went very, very good. And you realize you can create new icebreakers like 200 of them in just one in a, in a minute with the automation. This is the power of the automation. So after this, I said, okay, this is fine. And maybe I can make a product around it. And it started like this. Then my co-founder joined, said, I can sell this because he's, he was also doing some outreach for his own agency. And then we, like, at the beginning, it was just like trying to scratch our own back and then it just began too big. This is how it started. Thank you. That's really interesting. And if I understood you correctly, you discovered the cold outreach community for your agency. You are trying to do things first randomly by using a template or whatever, and you had no results from it. So you discovered that you need an icebreaker line or something that personalizes the email to the recipient, the person receiving it. And so you remembered or you thought of, since you studied machine learning, you will train the algorithm to copy your method or your way of um, creating those personalizations. And so you solved the problem for yourself. And then one of your friends who was also in the cold outreach community thought, well, we can sell this because if we need it, other people need it. And someone who can who needs to create um, like icebreaker uh, lines or something like that for 200 300 400 because when you're dealing with cold outreach the percentages are so low that you cannot just send 10 emails to 10 people and think okay i have a new client or whatever and if you spend all your day only doing that then you will either burn out or you have no energy to do anything in the world and therefore the solution is new reply correct that's that's 100 percent correct uh the idea behind it is just like make it easier without uh doing any spamming so because if you are start spamming you are killing your campaigns and you have you don't you have to don't spam and at the same time make something really good out of it thank you then I have to ask two questions. One, uh, and some people might think this, so I'm playing the devil's advocate. You trained the machine learning algorithm based on you, but at first you were failing a lot. So how do we know you're such a great personalization first line writer? <laughs> or like, what's the secret? How does it work? Do you have examples? Do you have people who used it and had success? How would people trust that you, who at first had hundreds of emails that brought nothing, were able to create something that works? Not works in the AI way, but that the result is actually effective. That's a great question. Uh, and I get this a lot. So I'm a bit prepared for this question. So the idea behind it started to replicate me. This is true. And after a while, I said, as you think, we need some kind of other opinions, you know, you, it, it shouldn't be just based on me. And then I started to do, hire some virtual assistants, some people to like a good copywriters and getting lines from them. And then, okay, this is fine, but they, these people also not from the community. 
And then I started to reach out to the community. If you can give me your best lines, depending on your website or like how you do it, then I can give you some credits. Somehow I can pay you back this favor and we will get the best lines from almost everyone. So this, the point is diversity. We have a lot of people, a lot of different email templates and the icebreakers and everything. When you combine all of them, you got the whole point behind it. You know, this is just like works for almost any case. For the results, uh, back in the day, I was getting in my you know best campaigns, I was getting 1% uh, reply rates. Currently, if we go below 5%, we are saying there is something wrong. And in general, we are going around 7 to 10%. So this really shows how it goes. And one of our uh, customers in New Reply even got 20% reply rate if you do it right. So we have a lot of testimonials, but we are not showing it yet on the website. We are just trying to <laughs> renew the website and you will see all of them. There are hundreds of good people just reaching out and saying thanks because I know we are somehow showing the value behind it. Thank you. And I love that you mentioned it was analyzing templates and things like that. So someone, when they will read on your website that the focus is the icebreaker line, they will wonder, should I or do I need to search for templates that I don't know if they work, I don't know if they're good, I don't know anything. Does uh, new, new Reply include some effective templates? Uh, does it include some personalized based on your business templates that are highly likely to use? Is this part of your offer or it's only and mostly focused on the personalization part? Okay, so <laughs> this is a good question again. Uh, I don't want to mention a lot of our business plans, but what I can say uh, there are a few things we are trying to solve. First of all, when you, even if you personalize your icebreaker, you are still sending the same body of the email to the recipients. For solving this, we have a solution, which is getting your uh, proposal and making it more marketer type of paragraph. And it just switches for each uh, email. You won't be sending the same email ever again. So this is one of the things. And the other part, currently we are focusing on yes. The first version we started with a niche down to just like solve a problem and solve it really good. And then we wanted to make it more broad and we have other plans as a sneak peek. I can say we are working on an email sending solution, which also replies with AI. Because one of the problems of this email sending cold emails, uh, if you do it good, uh, I told you, we, we are getting 10% reply rates. If you think about it, if we, if we send 1000 people, it's 100 emails back. But we don't have time to just go over everything and we have to hire a virtual assistant or someone to do it for us. It gets really complicated. And the next part, hopefully, will be... Uh, categorizing the emails we receive and then replying if it's just like a really easy to reply. So these are the only things that I can say, but there are a lot of cards on our sleeves. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of aces and we will be start playing them one by one. But we 
while we are a bit slow on the development side is we really want to make it really good in few days hopefully we will be releasing the linkedin based personalization and we worked a lot for the make this happen like a real good uh, uh product and then when i compare it with the competitors of course i am biased but i can say we are um generating lines which you don't have to edit even that quality we are not satisfied enough we are we still want more and we will just release it as a beta you know and then we will just make it better when we feel everything is fine then we will move on thank you and i have to ask you for more details i know you're keeping your cards closed because it's important to know the upcoming linkedin release that you have will it automatically like send connection requests and have like a follow-up messaging thing or what how is the linkedin what do you mean with that that's one and secondly when you're sending emails does it have also ai variation in when they are sent and batching them in a way that looks human so that they're not sent randomly one after each other which can trigger spam warnings or you don't even send emails because you said it's still in the work what's your solution for that so the linkedin more details on your work on a linkedin module as well as sending in a way that looks like it's not automated for gmail or whatever so linkedin part currently we are doing the same thing we have done with the websites so as a again <laughs> to give a bit more detail i can say uh we are checking the leads uh experiences uh education articles and then generating icebreakers depending on this so this is the linkedin part but you are <laughs> you really know what to ask so that, that's i i can say this because in the upcoming part we are not sending emails yet this will be the priority after like having good icebreakers when we start sending emails and if we feel really good about about it if it works really well like it should be better than anything else on the market if if we reach that quality we will start we are thinking it's still a thought not uh certain but we are thinking about sending uh dms over linkedin sending dms over maybe twitter and maybe facebook because facebook is a huge market for this <laughs> i have learned this very recently and we might also add this but these are like very very off like it should be we have to be comfortable with everything and then we will start that part thank you so you're specializing making yourself superior to competition and the icebreaker and personalization part before you expand to all the things that will be useful to a multi-channel outreaching and i'll ask you another thing i have spoken to some people who are in the cold outreach community and some of them say cold outreach is dead and what they're saying is it's about warm outreach which means first you have to build like a connection or a brand or create content and then people who are engaged and active on your content they should be there should be somehow an automatic tool that will detect who clicked like or who commented or who shared and to begin uh, cold outreaching to those people rather than to a thousand people because cold outreach according to them maybe their icebreaker lines are not as good as new reply 
is too low probability. You said 10%. They're saying uh, that's 10% in reply, but they say, oh, it's maybe 0.5% in conversion. It's too low. So we should create content, get people to know us. So when they see our email, then they see our name. And that's what matters much more than the subject line or anything. What's your perspective on this? Do you consider plans to have more warm interactions, automated through new reply or the possibility to schedule, I don't know, posts and content, and then automatically detect who did and send personalized DMs to them or something like that. What's your thought on this? Is cold email or cold outreach too hard and therefore you need social selling and warm outreach or those people don't know really how to do it, so they complain? I can say this. Uh... Directly, I can say this. So it's not that. It's not even close to be that. We are just starting out because automations, everything. As you said, warm leads works on some some areas. That's for sure. Because if you are selling a SaaS subscription, you have to create content. And we for this, we have a huge Facebook group. 1.6 thousand people are like commenting, doing, getting around every day. This is for selling a SaaS business. This is true. But think it like this. One of our clients, we also recently started to just test uh, done for you packages. And one of our clients are selling uh, computer security stuff. Basically, they are auditing your website. They are going, even if you are a bank, huge corporation with thousands of uh, uh, employees. And when you think about it, these people don't even have time to read your content and then click on something. They just want some solution to be there and they are really willing to pay. So for this, this kind of businesses, it won't work because how much you put content you put out there, they don't read it. They don't be there. They won't just check your, who you are, what you do. But for the small businesses, maybe that's true because we are mostly focusing on B2B. Of course, we are also doing some like we are selling packages to uh, uh, just starting out people like starters. And depending on what you do, both, side, uh, both sides are true. I'm just not trying to be too political about it. But that, that's, that's the truth. Uh, depends on what you do. You have to change your strategy. This is always like this. It's, it's always been like this. This is not something new. And we, <laughs> when I started, like a quick example, uh, when I was first trying to do this cold outreach, wherever I look, I was seeing everybody saying email is dead. This is so stupid. It won't work. Never works. And then when I look back, that that was completely not true. That, that was I my experience is the exact opposite of it. So I can say it depends, but you have to try the both sides. Thank you. And. To dig a bit without revealing your uh, unique, you know, sauce or secrets, what is so unique about your AI writing tool that makes it superior to alternatives? Because some will say, well, you uh, connect to the Google language processing AI and you simply generate something, what's so special about it and all that. Uh, anybody can do it and therefore you're not really special there could be anybody who can create with a no-code tool 
a possibility to generate a line to summarize a page from their LinkedIn or whatever. So what's powerful about your AI that makes it more competitive than those more open source or uh, more commonly available language processing possibilities? So before we started out, like starting out, we were just checking the competitors and how do they do it. And what we see, I said, I have a bit of experience in machine learning area like AI. And the, the point is they're just using generally available models, as you said. If you are using them, the output is generally you have to edit them. You can't use it directly. And because most of the time, <laughs> the, the sentences are not like finished, finished. It's just not like with a comma. It's just like half of the sentence and it just cut out. And you have to just check every line. The point is our AI is something totally different than you, what you see outside. <laughs> it's a totally custom model, specifically made for icebreakers, nothing else. You cannot just generate some, uh, you cannot give it like two sentences, two examples of something else and then expect the result because you cannot. It's just specialized to do one thing and do it good. That's what we see. This is the differentiator and also because of my experience, I can train it and fine tune it and then just check the variables, parameters, what should be there, what should not do. And I can check everything and then making it like a one by one. And it's not just like book that data we are putting in and then expecting some good results. It's picked by hand one by one done. Like everything is handcrafted. It's not just like something automated. Of course, you can generate some lines they might be good, but the point is consistency and getting the same quality every time you hit that button. Thank you. And I have more of a general question since you are both someone with experience in having an agency as well as SaaS. Some people will say, oh, you need to create SaaS. Actually, Neil Patel, I don't know, you probably know him. He moved from having a, an agency into a SaaS because he said, when he had an agency, clients are never happy. They always find problems and you're always stressed no matter what. So with the SaaS, uh, you can have more free time and it's more automated. While someone else who I spoke to who is in SaaS and he says, actually, it's so much work because it's never finished and you always have to fix bugs and to improve things. So it's a lot of hard work as well. It's, it's like people are seeing something from afar and they think it's easier, but everything is as hard as it's other. What's your perspective? Because your clients are agency owners. Maybe they will hear people telling them, oh, agency, uh, that's just temporary until you create your own SaaS or you move on to something else. Well, there are people who are making a lot of good money with agency and they say, I don't want to deal with developers with all the headache that come with, with SaaS. So what's your answer? Uh, there's a big difference between having a SaaS and agency. So if you have an agency, you have to, you are living in the time zone of your clients. You have to always get in touch with them. Even if it's just a remote work, you have to always be connected. And having a SaaS means you can work whenever you want and wherever you want. You, and you can prioritize your bugs, your ideas. You can check the demand and then act on it. 
But with the agency, you don't have this option. They are telling you to do something and you have to do it. And you agreed and you have to do it now. And having them at the both, like both at the same time, it's really hard. So I, I'm a bit struggling on this. But the best part, in general, I'm an automation freak. Even everything at my home is just like automated. Everything has to be, even if there is a, like a smallest thing, opening the like pushing the button of the coffee maker you know you i have to automate it this is this is how i live and when i think it i had to automate automatize it somehow like like make it automatic to let the customer know client know on the agency side and we have huge automations around it if you work with us you will get like immediate emails you will see everything like the hours calculated on somewhere this that everything is automated so that way i can switch to the SaaS. But again, for the SaaS, the point is you can't automate almost like nothing because there are always some new bugs which you have ever seen. There are some customers, clients asking you really interesting questions which you can't answer most of the time. And there are a lot of people just want to see there's a human behind it. Some of, some of our clients, like customers, just reaching out to just have a conversation. And when you in the meeting and you're expecting some business inquiry or something, and they're just, just chatting with you because they want to know this is a human being. So <laughs> both of them have huge struggles, but I guess it's just like pick your poison. Thank you. I understand. And can you speak about new reply where people can begin using it? You're in beta now. How can people join? Uh, like what can they expect? And if they want to communicate with you, like you mentioned, what are the best links for them to do so? And I will write some of them in the description. You can always reach out to me on Twitter because it's the easier way. You can also just send an email on or at newreply.com. Uh, and LinkedIn and everywhere. I'm mostly active, except the Instagram. I'm not the visual guy. I, I like text more than anything. So other than that, currently, yeah, we didn't update the website fully. So it seems like a beta, but it's just fully working right now. You can go and just sign up and then start using it. If you have any questions, just reach out to us. If you have any suggestions, we are always open to new suggestions. And yes, so... Uh, also, if you reach me with the email, uh, I didn't prepare it yet, the, the uh, discount codes. But if you reach me, I can give you 25% discount immediately. That's wonderful. Whenever you have it, let me know and I will put it in the episode description. Thank you, Onur. I wish you a great day. This was my privilege, my honor. And keep going. You're doing important work, really, because it's a very frustrating part that leads a lot of agency owners to fail which is the pain of creating those icebreakers so you're saving businesses actually thank you for having me in this podcast Aziz, and i'm really grateful to be there i hope i just somehow shared some insights around the cold outreach uh, community and what you can do what you can achieve with it thank you too mm -hmm.